Journey. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from beautiful Northern California. I hope you're having a great day, a great Palm Sunday. And boy, up here in Northern California at St. Joseph's Parish, we started off Palm Sunday in just a beautiful, beautiful way. It was a little different than what we've done in the past in throughout the years, and it has still to do with the residual um, you know, restrictions we have with COVID. We usually on Palm Sunday, we'll start outside the parish, we'll gather. There's a gospel reading, the blessing of the palms, and we hand out, disperse the palms, and then there's a procession uh, into the church. Well, we have forewent the, the gathering and the procession today, and we started inside the church. We still started with the uh, traditional uh, gospel for Palm Sunday, and then also the blessing of the palms and distributed them. There was just no procession today. What I wanted to share with you is um, the the opening gospel that talks about uh, Palm Sunday at the time of Christ. Um, and then I have a small reflection uh, that I'd like to share with you. Palm Sunday is unique in the sense that on Palm Sunday and Good Friday, the long gospel is shared of Christ's uh, passion, basically his um, his suffering and his death. And uh, that's it's quite a long reading. It's usually done as kind of a team. <clears throat> I don't want to say a performance, but um, but it's it's shared because it's a long reading. So there's usually a narrator, and there's someone that's playing the part of Jesus in his words, and then also there's someone that leads the crowd's responses as well. And it's to reflect really what happened at the time of Christ. And, uh, and that went today. Usually with those long gospel readings like that, um, we try to keep our homilies very short. And so I have just a short homily that I was going to share with you as well. But let's go ahead and start first with the uh, gospel that uh, talks about Palm Sunday. And that's how we started our, our uh, mass off uh, and at the beginning. And it's, it went something like this. It's from Mark chapter 11, 1 through 10. When Jesus and his disciples drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately on entering it, you will find a colt tethered on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone should say to you, Why are you doing this? Reply, The master has need of it, and will send it back here at once. So they went off and found a colt tethered at the gate outside on the street, and they untied it. Some of the bystanders said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? They answered them just as Jesus had told them to, and they permitted them to do it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and put their cloaks over it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. Those preceding him as well as those following kept crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is to come. Hosanna in the highest. And then after sharing that uh, short gospel, uh, that's usually shared outside of the church. We did it inside the church today. Um, we just proceeded with the rest of the Mass and in the usual way. Um, and uh, we had the opening prayers. We had the first reading. Uh, responsible psalm, second reading, then we had the long gospel uh, narrative about Jesus and his uh, suffering um, and death. And then we jumped right into, I had this short uh, reflection. It's a homily, but for us, we're going to call it a reflection. 
um, to help us uh, really have something to think about during this Holy Week. So let me jump right in and share it with you. In the gospel proclaimed today, we have followed Jesus from the praises of Palm Sunday through his passion, his suffering, and ultimately his death. For us Catholics, this week, Holy Week, continues the story of what we are and who we are as a people. This week is the most holy week of the year. And beginning this week, today is Palm Sunday, where we celebrate that first joy of the Lenten season. We celebrate our Lord's triumphant entrance into Jerusalem, where he was welcomed by crowds worshiping him and laying down palm leaves in the street before him. In a few days, we'll arrive at Holy Thursday, the most complex and profound of all religious observances, with exception only to Easter. Holy Thursday celebrates, as instituted by Christ himself, that of the Holy Eucharist and of the priesthood. His last supper with the disciples and the celebration of Passover, he is the self-offered Passover victim. Every ordained priest to this day presents the same sacrifice by Christ's authority and command in exactly the same way. The Last Supper was also Christ's farewell to his disciples, some of whom would betray, desert, and deny him, all before the sun would rise again. Then, following Holy Thursday, is Good Friday, when the entire church fixes her gaze on the cross at Calvary. Each member of the church tries to understand at what cost Christ has won our redemption. In the solemn ceremonies of Good Friday, in the adoration of the cross, in the chanting of the reproaches, in the proclamation of the passion, and in receiving the pre-consecrated host, we unite ourselves to our Savior and we contemplate our own death to sin in the death of our Lord. Then the Easter Vigil. The vigil held at night signifies Christ's passion from the dead to the living by the liturgy that begins in darkness representing sin and death, and is enlightened by the fire and the Easter candle, the light of Christ. The church, the mystical body of Christ, and the community of believers is led from spiritual darkness to the light of his truth. We rejoice in Christ's bodily resurrection from the darkness of the tomb. We pray for our passage from death into eternal life, from sin into grace, from the weariness and infirmity of old age to the freshness and vigor of youth, from the anguish of the cross to peace and unity with God, and from this sinful world unto the Father in heaven. As we now begin Holy Week, it is a time for deep and sincere reflection on who we are, on our current relationship with Christ, and a time to embrace Christ's passion. Everything we are as Catholics rests upon this week. The week that includes Christ's passion, his death, and ultimately his resurrection. It is a time for us to embrace our own passion, our own sorrows, our own troubles, our own crosses, and to die to the sinfulness of our lives. That sinfulness that all too often is rooted in greed, pride, lust, and envy. If not done already this Lent, it is a time for confession, a time to be freed from the shackles of sin. It is a time to unite our lives with Christ. 
It is a time to be resurrected with Christ, to be spiritually resurrected anew, awakened to his joy, his freedom, his power, and his love. His life is to become our life. His life is to become our life. Well, that was the reflection. That was the homily shared today, and it gives us something to think about, especially for me, those last couple of of sentences. His life is to become our life. I think this Holy Week is a good opportunity for us to really think about our own lives, think about our relationship with Christ, our relationship with our spouse, our relationship with the people that God has placed in our lives. We need to really I speak for me when I say we, but me and you probably too probably could benefit from some small adjustments in our life on what we do, how we do it, the way we choose to perceive things in our life and how we radiate joy. As Christians, we should be radiating the joy that we know of, that God has blessed us with, the love that we know that God has for us. It's the same love that we should be sharing with people around us as well. So I'm going to spend some of today reflecting on that. I hope you can uh, to do the same. And uh, let's see how we can make this um, really the holiest week of the year and how we can benefit from that as well. So thank you for taking a few minutes to spend some time with me. And uh, I hope you have a very fruitful Holy Week and that on the other side, when Easter comes, we can be a much better version of ourselves. Probably a little closer to what uh, God envisioned when he created us. May God bless you and may God ever keep you forever in his loving embrace. Until we speak again, goodbye from the Catholic journey.